All right, everybody. Well, hello and welcome to an entirely retro version of the Party Invite podcast. Nostalgic. Nostalgic. This is a throwback. We're doing an old scene right now uh, <laughs> due to technical difficulties. Um, I am your host, uh, Tegan, with this beautiful Twitch background. Over here, wait, no, up here, we have Chris. Hello. And let's see if I... Nope, other way. No, other way. Uh, <laughs> That's me. There. Uh, wonderful. And we are three of the four members of Party Invite. Uh, Sovereign Sid wasn't able to join us tonight. Um, but she is fortunately... in the blue, she's somewhere in the blue void in the in the bottom right hand of the screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, fortunately, we will be talking about uh, the game that she would be here to talk about. Um, but before we get to what we've been playing, I briefly want to ask you guys, do you have anything that made you smile this week? Uh, I oh, would start right. with uh, right next to me. I got a big old box of maps. Uh, Lizzie and I went. Um, we went on a walk to a local bakery, and we we didn't take ten steps out of our front door, and we see a grocery not a grocery store, a garage sale across the street. We uh, walk up, and they're just getting rid of a bunch of stuff. Well, here in Seattle, my favorite store in the entire city is the Map Store. It is a wonderful uh, place that's full of like cool Seattle maps and stuff but just all of these amazing maps and books and books and pictures and all these things that are just incredible like if you like nature and um just looking at scenery that is that place is amazing so uh we walk up to this garage sale and there's a whole box of maps one of the uh relatives of the people who live there um she's been hiking her whole entire life and so a lot of these maps are like really old but i mean there's there's so many in here. Uh, she used to be a renowned hiker. She was apparently the first woman to hike some specific segment of Mount Rainier. Um, so she was thrilled that th this box was going to somebody who would actually enjoy it. Um, and I can't wait to dig through this thing. It's all maps of Washington. And uh, I mean, it's got to be the whole entire state based on how many categories there are in here. That's crazy. Uh, but that is just so cool. And, and so... We we left, went to the bakery, and then on our way back, we actually met the woman, because she wasn't there earlier, but we actually met her, so we were able to just chat and stuff, and, and so that was uh, real heartwarming, you know. Um, she was as thrilled to give it as we were to get it, so I'm I'm Crazy. really looking forward to... Wow, Chris. This is... <laughs> Show some respect! <laughs> uh, it, was, it was really nice. Uh, really put a smile on my face. So, excited for that. Excited to dig around in, in that box. <laughs> you know how about uh how about you guys out there chat anybody with uh you know anybody who's who's grown up a little bit wow look these two can't even keep it together chat oh, you know, the struggle was already so fucking real today so like yes. that was this is <laughs> this is the best no we're, we're oh, killing it oh god these guys Okay, um, yes, I have something. Um, oh, hey, uh, Chris, real quick. Uh, Odysseus says I might be echoing. So my question to you is, do you have the t the stream open on your computer? I do. Let's uh, let's nip that in the butt. Oh, I, uh, no, I do not. I do not have the stream open on my computer. Um, uh, I'm not really hearing an echo. All right, well. 
Oh, it could I, be, I but I didn't speak loudly. Can... Oh, I thought it would. Uh, I also turned you down so that it, my mic might have been picking it up. So I turned oh, it down, you. so that might have helped. Anyway, I tend to be loud. The thing that made me smile today um, was Devin's been uh, cleaning out her uh, her boss's house, and they're just getting rid of a bunch of stuff. Just like, hey, get rid of that. Get rid of that. Whatever's in there, whatever's in that closet, get rid of it. Well, she brought home a couple things. Um, video game related. She took pictures of them and said, do you want these? And I go, are those in the packaging? And she said, yes. And I go, yes, I want those. So here we have Ultimate Doom. Sorry, it is so shiny. Ultimate <laughs> Doom PC. This is 93. And it's That's packaging. Crazy. And it's shrink wrap. It was originally twenty nine ninety nine at Comp USA, but is now worth three hundred dollars. <laughs> Hell yeah! And the other one that that I found that I didn't even know existed, which is amazing, uh, is a Magic the Gathering card game on PC, also from the nineties. Didn't know, didn't know they did this. This is yeah, very cool. I didn't, I didn't know that existed. Made the first Steam. Magic the Gathering game I ever heard of was the 2014 version. Yeah, this is wild. Um, but I also have like the guidebooks and stuff to these um, that are also in very good shape. Um, so I'm going to see about some collectors who might want this stuff. Um, you know, there's the whole mess of N64 stuff and um, some older uh, original Xbox stuff. Nothing of note, but those are super rad. Um, very cool that they're still in their packaging. Yeah. Because you've been sitting in a closet for however many years now. Too many years to count. Fucking 30 years, dude. Nope, nope, that's, that's nope, that's not a that's not real. Not 30. It's only 20, right? Ha 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 ha. This is 10 years ago. But that uh <laughs> yeah, that made me smile. Um very, very cool. Um C D ROMs, guys, you remember those? Those were cool. Wow. <laughs> I just wish it was on a floppy. That would have been the best. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, don't put it next to your wallet. Probably or your phone. There's probably a magnet in there. We'll mess it up. I think it does come. Russ says it comes with a giant card inside, and it's got a sticker. Yes. Oh god, giant, we broke the packaging. <laughs> giant astral set magic card. Oh hell yeah! Limited time only. That's a giant astral set. <laughs> pretty phrasing Tom can't say that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> and this one also comes with a poster that's signed by the developers in it so there's just it's cool nifty that's remember awesome. when PC games came in these giant boxes for no reason <laughs> gotta protect the CD yeah exactly all that air exactly exactly they'll exactly. hire they'll hire uh, free delays next to Put it. Put enough uh, air in the packaging. Protect it. Hell yeah. Uh, well, Carlos, anything jump out at you this week that uh, made you smile? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, um, well, I hope I, I hope that was enjoyable for all parties involved. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the the closest thing that made me smile this week would be uh, well, actually, I guess it was yeah, it was the last week. Uh, it was getting. Uh, a, my work laptop. Oh yeah. I, I I technically have in my possession uh, 
MacBook Air, so that's pretty cool. Okay. I don't really get to use use it for fun shit because I can't uh, <laughs> I can't download anything onto it. As far as like programs and shit, I cannot install. But you know, like it's still cool to have. You're not allowed, or yeah, I'm that you not allowed. Use. Like it, it literally, the software won't let me. So. Oh, you're straight up locked out. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's locked down hardcore. The Damn. the one thing that that the IT guy was like, oh, you you could connect it to your own Apple uh, account. I'm like, I fucking have one. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I haven't I haven't had that shit since I had an iPod. Uh, classic dude but uh yeah that was it's fun to to walk around with a macbook uh in the office that's uh, and everybody looks at you funny you know they're like what the fuck is your job <laughs> like oh sorry you don't you don't have one <laughs> but uh yeah that that's about it i i didn't smile all that much this week and and that's partially because of the games that i played so uh we'll, we'll get into that Jesus. uh well well let's get into that let me uh <laughs> Um, let's see. Let me close this tab that says, why isn't my Twitch OBS working correctly? And, uh, that's a weird tab. Move on to, to what we've been playing. Um, yeah, Vilas, you got, you got three on your list. So let's, let's start with you. Yeah. Um, I'll go with the uh, Enling first. I first, I believe if I can actually say full words, that would be fantastic. Um, so Endling, uh, extinction is forever. Holy shit, that's a title, right? Uh, this, oh yeah, it's the trailer comedy. is working perfectly. A comedy. Um, this trailer, as you as you see here, um, you are playing the mother of these cute ass little kits, like just the most adorable little foxes. Um, so it, it starts off. You've got four babies, and the the first day, uh, you lose one, not to death, thankfully. Uh, but there's a furrier that is in this very uh, dystopian uh, or apocalyptic land. Um, there's a furrier and a, a group of people that are very sketchy. Uh, and the furrier takes takes your kid. Um, and then the, the rest of the game happens over the course of 30 days. And the whole thing is you surviving with your kids and then trying to find the one that you lost. And... Uh, every few days, you you pick up a scent that uh, goes to the that unlocks a new part of the story itself because the story is what the furrier did, where they're where they've been throughout the different parts of the land that you'll go to. Um, but mostly, it's extremely linear. But um, you're basically just walking left to right, hopping up and down off of things. Um, to, to find food across this this wilderness and as you can see there's there's snowy bits there's very rainy bits uh, you and your kits have to uh, swim a few times and it really slows you down so anytime you find a, a human uh, they're 90 percent of the time they're an enemy so you you have to avoid them because you you basically have one chance if you're uh, if you're touched by one of the humans, uh, you're immediately injured. And if you're injured, that slows you down. Uh, and if you get hit again by, a, by an enemy, like you basically don't get the shot to recover. So uh, you, you have to basically just feed your kids and then go back home at the end of the day. And there's a, there's a timer at the bottom of the screen uh, that shows you how close to nighttime you're getting. Hmm. 
it's very good. It's a really good game. Um, it's it's giving me very. Like, it's giving me like major like inside vibes. Yeah, very much so. There's not as much happening, but uh, a lot of great stuff there. Like I did say, ninety percent of the time the humans are enemies, but sometimes there's a few kids. Uh, mm. There's a few kids, and I think like one or two adults, and they're even worse that... than the adults. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, when you find them, like you're like, should should I approach? Um, because there's not uh, there's not a warning symbol because there's a warning symbol most of the time when there's a human around. But some of them you'll find uh, they're kind people, and so the game doesn't warn you, and you get close to them, and a little little cutscene sort of thing will trigger. And like they'll they'll give you an apple uh, or or a piece of food or something like that, and you can feed your kids. Oh. Um, but the the wild thing is like the the kids have different uh, things they can do. Like some of them can learn to learn to climb or learn to dig. Uh, so you you unlock these little basic skills for them throughout. Um, it's really an uncomplicated experience, very linear, but just very good, and it is very stressful um there there was a point believe I, I believe it was uh between like days 18 to 23 or 25 that were just so stressful because uh most of the places where you find food it does not come back so you really oh, right. have to be smart about grabbing it like when you're low on on your stamina um because sometimes you'll go to a spot that's like really far out you waste all your stamina just getting to the food and then you eat it and it's, it doesn't recover much of your stamina. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, it's really, uh, it is a lot tougher than I thought it would be as far as the survival aspect of it. Um, and it's a very windy map. Uh, sometimes you're like, Oh shit, it's going to take me like five minutes longer to go this route than I thought it would be. And mm -hmm. your, your stamina is just dwindling the whole time. And when your stamina goes all the way down, uh, your kids uh, will stop completely. And so you have to go get food and bring it back to them or um, or feed feed the others. And thankfully, the AI works and the AI will wake back up and come to you. But if you're too far off, it will not come to you. <laughs> hmm. The kid will just be back at where it where it sat down. Um, but yeah, with the, with the title like Extinction is Forever, uh, the ending is sad yeah sounds like it's it might super be. sad huh um how do you how'd you find that game i don't ask you that very often but how yeah. does one get on your uh radar this i believe it was an indie world that that mentioned it in a trailer and i was like okay that's hella cute that's one of those games like the first tree that i wanted to play immediately uh like lost ember and for the first tree um but the the art style really intrigued me so uh, I found that Best Buy was selling it, uh, and we had one in. We had like literally one copy at our Best Buy uh, around me, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm I'm gonna grab it." Super cheap. You, uh, it was actually on sale for twenty bucks, um, physical copy for twenty bucks, uh, like a, a couple weeks ago. But it normally runs for thirty, uh, and yeah, it's absolutely worth it. Very good experience. Um, just definitely be prepared. To, for it to pull your heartstrings, um, yeah. but you can you can beat it in four or five hours. I took my time a little bit, but it was about six hours for me. Uh, you can almost one night it, but I, I would say not to because there are a couple 
bits of it that get a little bit hard and and you don't want to yeah. like you don't want to keep stressing yourself out <laughs> yeah uh, that's well, wonderful cool uh that let's see i just had it pulled up on steam where's my thing that is developed by hero beat studios and published by handy games oh that sounds uh, so cool that's cool yeah it looked familiar when when you started playing the trailer uh you described it as a game where you really are spending a lot of your time going from left to right, uh, but the way that the camera moves doesn't make it look like that, you know? Uh, yeah, it makes it look a lot more dynamic. It'll it'll zoom in and out uh, at different times, too, story-wise. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, a game like uh, Inside had times where, like, the camera was moving and stuff, but even that was pretty, you know, hor- pretty two-dimensional. Uh, but that one just looked pretty in a lot of wonderful ways uh with the other animals and the humans um interacting with everybody uh well, wonderful that is endling and uh let's see what i've got next chris let's bounce over to you uh let's talk about some tinykin let's talk about some tinykin thomas let's do that right as i do hit this button and hit this button tinykin all right tinykin is a <laughs> A uh, little person, it. big world. Um, it's some sort of experiment. Uh, or you're like not from this planet, and you have landed on this planet. Um, you're walking around this uh, abandoned house. You're collecting pollen. You're using these tiny kin, um, basically Pikmin, um, that all have different roles uh, to do to solve puzzles, to get you to certain places, to carry things, um, and it's adorable and extremely satisfying to play um uh, chris how's how's the combat no combat no none of that uh just sliding around on a soapboard using tinykin to collect the things exploring the world that is very cool um 3d world so 2d some puzzles yes puzzle you'd say, solving you'd say pretty relaxing uh yeah uh like I was, I was telling you guys while well, before we hopped on here, uh, I've noticed that playing on your phone is like totally fine, uh, except for like specific, like platforming stuff. Uh, that's like a little bit harder to do. Like really specific, uh, platforming things can be tough. But um, really, really good. I've been hyping up this game for a while, ever since uh, I demoed it for during the Steam Next Fest. Um, and it's starting to hit. Like people are talking about it. Um well, the giant bomb really likes it. Um uh there's a lot of people talking about it. It's one of those uh as they kind of put it, I guess, this year that there's been a lot of indie games that kind of surprised people. Um, which, you know, I was hyped for this, but I know I'm not the average person that <laughs> I'm not your average gamer. I'm like I'm in there. I know way too many things about too many things. Um, so really, really like this. Um, it's definitely, I think, um, if you have kids that are, that are pretty smart and definitely they could play it, uh, they might have some trouble with the puzzles and stuff. Um, but, but it's totally a, family room game. Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. Um, and like I said, even, even though it, it is a family room game or kids could play this game, it is incredibly satisfying. Um, to explore this world and talk to the all the little um all the little bugs and the tiny kin are adorable uh when you just stay idle they fall asleep 
your character will fall asleep. Um, it's really, really fun. Uh, it's just, it's great. Like, I'm, I'm glad that people are, are getting to play it because it's, you know, it's on, um, it's on that their Game Pass. Whoop whoop, Game Pass. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, other, other places, it's like, it's on sale right now on Steam. So I think it's like normally like 25, but now it's like 22 or something like that on Steam right now. Uh, if you don't have Game Pass, uh, but it's really, really good. And if this, if I had a, um, a, um, what do you call that? One of them cool handheld devices that everybody's raving about. Steam Deck. <laughs> I was going to call it a Switch not Deck. Yet. That's, that's, I was like, that's not it. Um, the Steam Deck. The Elgato Switch Deck. Would be perfect for this. Like, it is just that type of game. Uh, I've actually been able to play a little bit of it on my phone using touch controls. Um, but really want that bigger screen and all the... That's the real way to play it. Um, but uh, really good. Um, everybody should check it out. You have nothing to lose. It's on Game Pass. Go play it and enjoy yourself for the... Uh, I don't know. Maybe 10-hour game? Maybe. Not well, sure. you haven't seen the ending yet, but you no, no. have inferred that it is uh, going to be a short one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. This game is made by Tiny Build, right? I think I've got that correct. Uh, I think it's created by somebody else uh, and, distributed by, yeah, and distributed I by see. Tiny Build. Cool. Um, uh, yeah, we played, we, we you know, uh, Chris played the, the demo and we streamed it. Um way back in like spring yes. um, or we recorded it. But uh, th I mean, this game seems rad. Uh, like this, this is the number one family game that I've seen this year, as far as just like putting something on that the whole family can enjoy or someone who doesn't game a lot could try out. Like this would be a great first video game for somebody. Um, but I, e even though Chris, you're, I'm probably going to watch you play through a bunch of it. Um, on stream and off stream, uh, I'm probably I, I would like to pick this up and beat it myself. It's, it's just got a lot so, of satisfying stuff yes. that uh, Pikmin has, but I don't really want to. I mean, I sold my Nintendo Switch. You know, uh, Pikmin just does some Nintendo stuff that I'm not that interested in. Um, that like I don't have anything against Pikmin at all, but as soon as I saw this, Man, I was just Pik like, oh, this is gonna scratch that itch. <laughs> I loved Olimar in uh, Smash Brothers Brawl. But uh, very exciting. I, I, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to getting my own hands on this. Uh, even if I watch you play the whole thing, it just seems satisfying to explore these environments and solve puzzles and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's great. Really what good. if we uh, bounce back to Carlos here? And... Yeah. Uh, uh, Let's see. By the way, I was going to mention because uh, Splash Team apparently their first this is their second game. Uh, their first game is called Splasher, and it actually looks cool. It looks like a Tekken game, like for oh. sure, dude. Oh, nice. Very, very much a mix between uh, Super Meat Boy and something else. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and something else. It's it's still got the a really cool. Uh, Cute, very colorful art style. Oh, so I see. Oh, yeah, Super Meat Boy is definitely a good descriptor for this. Uh, platforming, yeah. lots of like, <laughs> it's like if you took the splat 
stuff from Splatoon. You know, yeah. everything's just got a very like gooey vibe to it. Laddie vibe. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, cool. Uh, so uh, my next one is going to go ahead and be Never Yield. It's going to be a quick one. <laughs> so I played through. So I, I finished both Endling and Aerial Knights. Uh, Never Yield, which is a game that came out last year that I I had really been looking forward to play. Uh, I have it free on Xbox for uh, through Games with Gold, uh, but I played it on Switch because I bought the Super Rare Games version. Um, and boy, this trailer is pretty cool. It is because this game has a really great art style. But uh, I don't know if it was just the Switch version, but it is lacking. And sorry if you hear the sirens in the background. Totally okay. killed somebody. Uh, so the this game... The Nintendo police. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this game, in theory, is a good game. In execution, it's not. Um, it, it's been divisive as far as reviews go. I'm sure if I looked on Steam right now, they're probably not even overall positive. Because uh, he, the, the creator... Uh, kind of had to get defensive a lot on Twitter about it when it released. That's good. Um, That's what you want. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I came into this with all intents and, to to love it or to at least, like, be like, hey, this is still a good game despite despite things in the super rare version uh, came with all the content on the cartridge. But this is an indie game, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. But a lot a lot was sacrificed uh, for this game to have been released in this state. Um, it, it's one of the one of those Nintendo titles that I, I guess I would call it a bad port. I don't know. I, I, if I play it on PC and it's the same thing, I'll be pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we're talking 20 to 30 second load times in between levels, and these are levels that you play like three to five minutes. Uh, there's 13 That's stages. That's a long time. Yeah, there's 13 stages. Um, occasionally, there's a cutscene in between uh, stages, and the cutscenes make no sense. It's a a cyberpunk-ish kind of story. Like you're just this character that uh, escapes this uh, laboratory sort of situation where you are very clearly like a clone. Uh, and there's, I, I'm pretty sure there's some uh, metaphors and stuff for for race and things like that in there. Uh, but it doesn't translate all that well because there's not really a story. Um, there's a random boss battle uh, in the second level. You, you complete the second level, and then there's a boss, and then you're like, "Oh, cool! There's there's gonna be there's gonna be bosses in this. All right, all right, cool." Right. And no, no, that was that was the one boss. <laughs> you're it's it's an endless runner. Uh, where you literally have uh, three different options the whole time. You're pressing uh, a button to do any of these actions. So you're either uh, jumping high over stuff, uh, sliding underneath stuff that's coming at you, or uh, basically uh, there's a parkour button, which is like a mid-jump, or like you, you roll kind of roll over something in a very matrixy kind of move. Um, and so every time something's coming at you, time slows down for a moment so you can input that button press. Uh, and that's it. There's some challenge to it. Uh, most of the successes in this game is you playing and failing the level multiple times. Uh, and then once you 
memorize what what happened you're like oh okay and then you go through it <laughs> mm-hmm. um a very simple game overall but the the total package just brings it down because it, it's it's inconsequential you know um that's a bummer right. it looked really cool yeah but um that yeah, sucks yeah because the so again there's there's 13 levels uh on the 13th level uh out of nowhere there's there's literally no prompts for it at all uh there the the final level it takes about eight to ten minutes and that's because uh, about two or three minutes into the final level you just start going uh like teleporting throughout the level and changing direction literally out of nowhere uh you you jump through this window uh like the first time and you all of a sudden are teleported to another part of the level and you're going this way instead of that way. And so you have to time your button presses a little bit differently. Um, but there's literally nothing that tells you that's going to happen because the whole game, uh, it warns you visually uh, because you've got three different colors. You've got a, a purplish blue color for if you have to slide underneath something. Uh, for the, the mini parkour jump is uh, yellow and uh, the, the, halt, the high jump is red. And it's not all the time. Sometimes it misses, but about like a, a tenth of a second before something's coming up, a splash of that color will, will show up somewhere on the edge of the screen. Which is, it's hard to explain, but... I, I, uh, I, I think I got it, yeah. Okay. Uh, but you get that quick little visual cue to know what's coming before it's coming. Uh, and then when when you get to this final level, it just throws all that shit out the window. <laughs> like it, it doesn't even it doesn't even consistently uh, remind you, you know, that you're that you're playing uh, this game. It just tries to subvert your expectations, I guess. Uh, and then when I completed it, I think it was uh, three deaths is what it took for that final level. It froze on the load screen, and I didn't get to see the final cutscene. What? I and it literally kicked me out of the fucking game, so I <laughs> I went back in, didn't die, and saw the final cutscene, uh, and I I got through the final level in like seven and a half minutes or something like that, uh, and the the um the the big thing was like literally a five second cutscene, and it's then just your character turning to the camera, and giving <laughs> a big thumbs up, <laughs> yeah. It, it was just overall unsatisfying and, and it, it really was just annoying for me that it, it worked out that way. That's a bummer. But it, it was it was a major bummer for me. I, like, I still, again, want to support the, the indie dev as much as I can, but man, uh, sometimes shit happens like that in, in development and this one just needed some more time in the oven. Yeah. Well, uh, I hope they never yield in their improvement of their future games. <laughs> uh that is uh so that it's Ariel Knights Never Yield. That is the whole game because I, or the whole name because I saw a screenshot of what the name looks like on Switch. That is the whole yep, whole name. Yes. All things. Um so Ariel Knights Never Yield. Thank you, Carlos. Mindless. Uh let's see. Um Chris, I've got Spelunky on the list, but if you want to show the video for it, let's do it last. Okay. Um because if you click in there, um, you'll see that it's the Twitch VOD from yep. uh, this past weekend instead of a YouTube video. 
Um, so let's actually talk about Skull some more. Okay. Um, we we streamed uh, Tinykin and Skull yesterday. Yes, uh, because Tinykin became uncooperative. Um, but yeah, Skull is that um, that uh, roguelite I've been playing. Um, finally, I feel like I'm starting to make much more significant progress. The the jump from the second the first space to the second space and how many times I had to do that was too much, too much, um, silly. And, um, how many times I had to do it, um, in order to like, feel like I'm significantly making progress. Um, remember that time I was like, yo, Chris, this music slaps. Can you turn it up? And you were like, I do not want to hear this. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I've already heard this same first area music so many times. Yes. And I, I, yeah, I just could not, um, could not abide by by listening to it more um yeah it's the game is fantastic um I, i'm not here to to shit on it the game is great it just it's it's too it's too difficult and doesn't give you the, the thing about dead cells the dead cells was also very difficult and this game is very similar the thing about dead cells is that it had it had more variety like everything like you could see stuff you're like oh i remember that and things like mm -hmm. that but but it just this game only has like four things that it's shuffling around in this um in this first world really um and so you see a lot of that stuff over and over and over again so like when i walk up to it i'm like oh I know exactly what to expect in this area. I know exactly the oh. enemies here. I know where they're going to be placed. I know all of that, which is fine. Um, it just, it's the same world. Like in, in Dead Cells, there was like an option to like go to get out of the, the sewer really fast and go to another area really quickly to, to further progress and really feel like you're making it. I have been in this tree village thing for fucking ever and I don't want to be there anymore. I would like to start in the um in the uh like ballroom or whatever i'm i'm working on the second level um but no you have to go through that beat that boss and then go through this area right here um and it's like man i just you're not giving me enough progression like and i know these, these games are meant to be like you dive in you pop out all that stuff like you play for a little while stop you know play something else for a long period of time and then come in and play a couple runs and go to sleep or whatever. But it's, it's, it's really satisfying. It just needs, it just needed someone to be like, Hey, make this a little more like, give, give me more pizzazz. You know, give me, kick me back something more after I finish each run. Yeah. Cause there was like um, a couple of those runs where I felt like I haven't made any, I got no gems. I got no, st I got nothing to buy anything with. Because for some reason, the randomness of the game was like, you need to be at the boss like immediately with no modifiers or no anything. Nope, no prep time. No time to build yes, up. Like nothing good. And it's going to take you forever to beat this boss. And you're not going to. It just it was really it's the randomness of it. I feel like is hurting it in a way that it didn't really hurt Dead Cells. I feel like Dead Cells probably had a higher budget. Um and just had a little bit more to offer. Now, they do have the crossover with Dead Cells. Like, you can play as that character, and it's different every time because, basically, it's, like, randomly giving you Dead Cells weapons and stuff. Um, 
um, in, in your skills. Uh, but it just, it's really good. It's just also very frustrating, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah. In a way uh, where I'm not, sometimes I'm like, I'm not playing that game. That game uh -huh. can, can kick rocks. Um, and then I'll be like, ah, oh, I got some time to kill. I'll pop in and do a couple runs and have a good time. But it's, the skulls are awesome. There's the rock band one that's the best. Um, that's, that's pretty cool. A Ghost Rider character that's pretty dope. Um, like, it's, it's very cool. It just, also, like, just, I wish they gave you a little more, made it a little less obtuse. Um, and I wish there was, like, more secrets. So something about Dead Cells that you would, like, oh, I can walk over to the left, maybe, and there might be a secret room that'll take me somewhere else. Maybe it's a yeah, shortcut, it's like you know. The trouble of making a game that is so close to another game, and clearly they love that game. The fact that you can play as the prisoner from Dead Cells, and you get a whole straight out of Dead Cells, like, loadout and everything. And that's not, you know, it's not a knockoff thing. That is a collaboration yeah, with them. Yeah, it's very cool. The, it's probably, like, the most collaborative I've seen like, yeah, and in, in Dead Cells, uh, the Skull character is playable in that game as well. Yes. Uh, as, as, along with several other characters that are in... I don't know if they're all made by the same group of developers or something. They're all connected uh, one way or another. But um, yeah, I mean, the game looks cool, uh, but it's tough you know, being so close to another game like that because you invite comparison with those other games. Uh, so everyone talks about you in the context of the other games so in, in this case you know it's like i wish it did this thing that dead cells had because that was cool and that almost does the game a disservice because you're sitting there being like yeah this is cool but i wish that this was like a step up from dead cells instead of like a, just a step over or even like a, a small step down yeah and i'd um, say i'd say it's it's a fantastic game it stands on its own legs like it it, it's like that, but it has its own thing going on with the switching out of the skulls and having different abilities and all of that. Um, mm -hmm. That's the time I feel like they spent, they spent the most time on like the skulls and all of the different abilities and items and things where they, I feel like they didn't do as good of a job is in the world itself. And, um, and the levels and things. I feel like that was secondary to look at all the cool shit you can do. Mm -hmm. um, but it is great. Uh, like, I just, you know, when you really like something and you're like, I really enjoy this, it's okay to have your, uh, yeah, but <laughs> this is yeah, why right. I'd give it like a eight instead of a 10, you know? Yeah, right, right. Um, and Motion, uh, Motion Twin uh, is a developer of Dead Cells. They're French. And uh the developer of this game uh that is escaping me even though i just watched it 80 times on this southpaw game southpaw there it is um they are from korea um and uh very cool to see them collaborate like that because it that collaboration is deep because thomas i was i was playing today and i didn't grab the dead cells thing but it had two different abilities that were like it's like uh freeze arrow or like a freezing oh. bow from dead cells yeah. And the other ability was like a different, like a bomb. And I was like, "Oh, that's, that's a completely cool. different loadout than I had when I the used last the time Dead you picked Cells up that one." Skull. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and it it can do that with the other skulls as well. Like you'll, it'll just like it'll be either this or this, and it kind of like flips them in and out. Um, mm -hmm. But with the Dead Cells one, it seems like the Dead Cells one has its own 
set of abilities that are all different because it's like pulling from Dead Cells lore. So in Dead Cells, you can have a bunch of different types of weapons and stuff. So um, it's very cool uh, how deep they went into that. But um, yeah. Cool yeah, game. very cool. Also, I'm excited to game see more. Pass. Yeah, uh, I, I probably will pick that up, uh, but because the improvements are so incremental, I don't know how long I'll stick with it. Yes. But uh, I'm very interested in it. You know, it's a, it seems like a solid roguelike. Uh, yes. Yeah. Just uh, I look forward to more of that. So that's Skull with one L, the Hero Slayer. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, one final time, Vilos, let's bounce back to you. Let's talk about the game that uh, Sav would also be talking about yeah. if they were here. Yeah, uh, that game is bum ba 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 bum Splatoon three. Oh shit! Um, yeah, Splatoon three. Uh, if you are not familiar, over the weekend we had the Splatoon three Splatfest world premiere, and oh my god, I literally cannot make this fucking camera turn my brightness down. Uh, <laughs> cannot get used to. Very it right shiny. Now. Yeah. <laughs> So Splatoon's Splatfest, it was between uh, Rock, Paper, and Scissors, the first three, uh, three-point competition, so to speak, for these Splatfests. And so uh, myself and Sov uh, both chose Team Paper. Uh, we didn't win, but we also were not last, like Team Rock. So, uh, wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the the Splatfest. You're, you're first... like, look, at least we aren't Team Rock. You know? uh, yeah. <laughs> Never forget it. Uh, so Team Scissors won by a surprising margin, but um, the Splatfests pit uh, different teams against one another in order to uh, to just gain um, basically gain experience points uh, from the victories that we have. Uh, so there were obviously enough victories from uh, Team. Wait, was it Team Rock or Team Scissors that won? I don't know. It might have been actually wow. been Team Rock that won. I forgot already. Wow. Well, um, down with been... everybody but Team Paper. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so uh, everybody got back into it. The whole Splatoon community is so funny and uh, and precious. Um, everybody had new drawings. If you're familiar at all with the Splatoon drawings uh, that, that everybody posts on their uh, socials and stuff, uh, the whole world was full of a lot of great memes. Uh, I posted uh, I posted a few pictures on my own Twitter about it. It was pretty great. Uh, but Splatoon is Splatoon. It did its thing. Uh, it was really not a whole lot different than what we've been playing over the years. Um, there were a couple a couple new weapons that we could play with, but uh, we couldn't really customize them uh, during this playthrough. Because uh, everybody was supposed to be on the same playing field, of course. Nintendo made it uh, very Nintendo-like Nintendo and uh, toned it down pretty big for us. So um, that's what genre this is, a Nintendo-like. Yes, yes. <laughs> Nintendo-like. Uh, so, oh, and actually, just to, to, to tell you where the, the community on Splatoon is, uh, one of my favorite things that somebody wrote on their post was, if your girl is straight, why is she on Team Scissors? Uh, hmm. which is just the best <laughs> we, we gotta get that gotta get that in this show uh, oh geez rick <laughs> oh geez morty <laughs> uh so as, as far as the newness of splatoon 3 uh really i didn't i didn't play uh all the new weapons there i think there were either two or three new weapons in this uh in this splat fest i did play with the uh splatana 
which is a it's the Splatana wiper. So it looks like a, a wiper blade uh, that you would just steal off a car. And uh, it's incredibly productive, uh, very quick weapon. If you're familiar with the ink brush, which Sov uses exclusively, uh, the, the Splatana is very similar. Uh, it's got these really quick motions, like you literally just and uh, splat, uh, splat these really quick blots of, of ink at people. Uh, you can charge it up, so it kind of has a little bit of a snipery range every once in a while. Um, and uh, the the special for this was, I forget what they call it, but it's this big-ass hammer. And I think the, the maximum times you can use this giant hammer is like 25 straight button presses. The hammer <laughs> basically is a one-hit kill every time. And so uh, it as long as you tap fast enough, you'll actually go do-do-do-do-do, and it will propel you in the direction that you're facing uh like imagine kind of the the smash hammer like very similar but it's just you drive it around the map for about like 10 (laughs) seconds and it's phenomenal it's like a it's like a bullet bill yes (laughs) it is that kind of effectiveness uh so that was really fun uh but mostly i i stuck to my uh my dual what is it the the dual dark tetris blatties i don't remember exactly how the what the name is for them, but uh, I was dual wielding for for most of the most of my play. Um, it was pretty successful. Won a won a good bit of games, um, but it, it is Splatoon. Nothing crazy different. Uh, obviously, the single player is going to be a different story. Uh, and actually, just now you're seeing the Splatana uh, on video here, um, but it's very fun. Like, there's no way that I'm not going to play Splatoon three. So yeah, <laughs> just just go out and grab it if you're. If you've never played Splatoon before, you might as well start here. Uh, I'm pretty sure what we've seen in the directs and stuff like that, the single player is going to be a little bit more substantial. Um, and multiplayer is literally always fun. Even if you lose, uh, it's very rare that you get blown out <laughs> in a game of Splatoon. And if you do get blown out, like, it's bad, bad, bad. <laughs> like, bad, bad. Uh, I, bad. I, did, I got blown out once over the weekend, and I think, I think my team got something like 18% of the field. Oh, man. Which is stupid bad. Like, like my contribution was the team. You had 15% and your three (laughs) teammates each had 1%. I'm not even kidding you. Uh, I took a screenshot of almost every single uh, game at the end score. And yes, I was the top of my team and it was horrible because I still died like six times. Um, but it's super. See, the problem fun is game. you're playing with Switch players. See, <laughs> that's the main problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get those PC players in the shit. Uh, right. Which, by the way, uh, one other side note is that uh, a lot of people were banned because they were dumb enough to try to mod uh, <laughs> this Splatfest. Like people really? were modding it because we technically had the demo a few days uh, earlier. Like we could download it like a full week before it actually uh, went live, and people had modded it in that that short period span and uh yeah they they've already been banned um nintendo was not gonna give any fucks about it why why would anybody expect them not videos on twitter and shit and they're like all right banned like so easy i I don't know why why anybody would have done it but uh yeah that was that was interesting to see but we've got a splatoon release in uh just a little over a week so that's wild Comes out the same day as NBA 2K. 
They'll have to compete with each other. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, which, they're, which, they're both going to sell like hotcakes, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, wonderful. Uh, then the, the last game that we've got on our list is Blunky 2. It's the only game I'm going to talk about today. Um, I wanted to talk about the fantastic stream that we had uh, this past weekend. Um, it was the first proper stream where we had chat making rules for us. Uh, of course, it was mostly Lizzie in the other room, but uh, still counts. Still counts. Um, <laughs> so, something that's fun is we, you know, because of these technical difficulties we've had, uh, the stream runs behind the real time, right? So Lizzie's trying to be supportive and like drop uh, good sound bites, the the blurb sounds at the right times. But she has she can't listen to the stream that she sees on TV. She has to hear me holler from the other room and then guess that she is using the right sound alert at the right time. <laughs> and she's been nailing it. So amazing. Uh, the first real MVP that we had, real MVP. Uh, the the first one that we had, um, she made the rule we we were gonna kill Olmec. So Olmec is the boss after the second area. Uh, normally, um, you can see him on screen now. Um, normally you get him to crush the bro the blocks to get you down to the next area, and then you leave. You go to the next area and just continue your run, and that's that. Um, but I've never killed Olmec uh, in the whole time that I've played this game. I know how to do it, but I've never done it. So that was our rule. We uh, You kill Olmec by getting him to crush the, the top layer here. Uh, he falls down to the second area and gets these two little weak spots on the on the bottom side of him. And you've got to break them one way or another uh, to once again get him to smash uh, to the ground. But when he's in the second layer, he shoots bombs out of oh the, the sides. It's very dangerous. Very dangerous. Uh, and then in the third area, he instead of he he crushes you because in the in the second area he only flies around and shoots bombs. He doesn't try to crush you. Uh, in the third area, he crushes you while also uh, shooting his alien pals outside of. Uh, from inside of him and those alien pals uh shoot down to destroy the the environment um you can also jump on their heads and the aliens will pop out and they'll use a parachute that's pretty funny looking um to to fall safely to the ground and their spaceship will fly off and explode like a bomb on the ground uh a fun little thing i discovered this time was that um not all the parachutes are the same parachute uh, one of the parachutes the alien used was a pair of boxers that had purple, I mean, uh, pink hearts on it, that, like you'd see in a cartoon. Um, so you got to love those little flavor things. I, I've seen a lot of spaceships, but I've never seen that happen. Um, anyway, in this one, uh, I finally kill Olmec for the first time. But in the final moment that he died, I got squished and I blew up and I died too. <laughs> so... After all that, it was a great triumph, but um, we just died at the same time, so I was like, Lizzie, does that count? She's like, nope, gotta do it again. I'm like, yeah, that's the first time I've ever done it, and it doesn't count. Okay, here we go again. Um, so I, I go back, and I kill Olmec a second time later. Uh, you won't see that in this video, but we kill him, and he falls to the ground in this lava pit at the bottom of the level, because that's how you kill him. He's invulnerable to damage, but if he breaks through the ground enough times, he ends up in lava. Uh, well, as he's sinking down, I see, oh, dip, there are these, uh, the holes in the back of the level. Uh, yeah, there's me exploding in the exact same moment. Uh, there are these holes in the, in the level, and if you stand on Olmec's head, 
as he sinks down. If you just mash the button to walk through a door, you can walk through those holes. But I didn't see that till Olmec had already fallen down too far. So I was like, oh my gosh, you're kidding me. Now I have to kill Olmec a third time to see what this does. And I freaking did it. So I killed Olmec three times on this stream. Never killed him before. Um, we get into the back area, and you do some stuff. You jump around. And I found the Ankh. The Ankh is uh, an item from the second game that's very difficult to get. Um, it's the only thing in the game that gives you an extra life. So uh, I got the Ankh for the first time. Um, we managed to get to the Egypt level, which was uh, it's a very dangerous area. I immediately died twice, so immediately squandered the, uh, the Ankh. Um, so my run was, was pretty quickly over. Uh, but in that same run, um, there are these Anubis characters that are very, very, very dangerous. Um, they can do all sorts of crazy things. Um, I killed one. I killed Anubis for the first time as well. So that was a fun uh, little achievement. Um, nice. He drops this scepter that I found a door that looks like you can put the scepter into, but I died like for real, for real, right before I could do that. Um, but I was really excited. That was, was two new kills I've never gotten before. Um, thanks to, to chat giving us these rules. But it was just a really fun way to experience the game in a different way. Um, these rules have been an absolute blast. Um, since we did kill Olmec, we, you know, set out, or we did what we set out to do. Uh, the next rule that we had was to just make everybody mad. So that meant stealing from the shopkeeper. Uh, and for those who don't know, in Spelunky, once you make the shopkeeper mad, uh, any shopkeeper you see in the rest of the game will try to fight you. And they all have shotguns. <laughs> and you have a whip. Uh, so they're they're very dangerous. And at the end of every single level in the game, um, uh, a shopkeeper will spawn. An angry shopkeeper will spawn. So every time you get to the end of a level, there's a shopkeeper waiting to kill you. Uh, so it's very it's very spicy. Uh, but there's that. There, there are these sacrificial altars to Kali. Normally, you make a sacrifice to Kali. Uh, you know, like if you remember from Indiana Jones, which this has a lot of influences from, uh, the guy pulls the dude's heart out and he says, Kaliba! So, he does say uh, that. So there are these altars, um, and normally you sacrifice something to Kali, and uh, eventually she'll reward you. Uh, but I blew them up, and when you blow them up, a ton of different enemy types pop out. Uh, it's very dangerous. Um, but for the first time ever, I blew up two of them in the same run. And when I did that, having no idea that there was any special stuff that would happen when I did that, uh, a new playable character appeared, uh, a character named Beg, who shows up in these like tattered robes. And he's like, hey, my name's Beg. I'm an agent of chaos with a capital C. Um, in, like uh, chaos is the enemy of Kali or something. And so now I have a new playable character, but now I know that there's a quest line to keep destroying those altars, and whatever this whole chaos thing is, uh, I guess we'll figure, we'll find out, you know, we'll discover more things um, in the run as we go, but, uh, you know, just lots of fun discoveries, things that I wouldn't have found on my own, but, I mean, this game has so much discovery and challenge that you really don't know what's hidden until you just try something different. Uh, so that was such such a fun stream. Oh yeah, um, seeing so many new different things. So you're saying you'll never finish this game? <laughs> I'll never finish this game, dude. There's so many undiscovered things. I have like a dozen 
playable characters that I've never seen yet. Um, I I have at least six. I probably have more than six areas like of the game that I've never even seen. I probably probably more like eight. Uh, I once went down a wiki rabbit hole. I don't like the wiki stuff for games that I know I'm going to play for a long time. Uh, that that rely on discovery for a lot of their in- entertainment. Um, but I looked around one time, and I saw a whole page of areas of the game, and I was like, I recognized so few of them that I didn't understand what part of the wiki I was on. I was like, I've never heard of that, never heard of that, <laughs> never heard any of these. No. Um, so, yeah, so there's just so much more um, left in store, but... Uh, I streamed that last Saturday. I don't know if I'll have a chance to stream again this weekend, but I sure would love to do it. Um, absolute blast. Love that game. So that's Splunky 2. Uh, yet another game that's on Game Pass. Uh, shoot, almost every game we played today. I think I think four, three of them, four of them are from Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, jo- joked uh, with Odysseus that we're going to set up a command that counts every time we shield for Game Pass. Hashtag not an ad. Oh, yeah. uh, hashtag not sponsored. Um, but go play that. Splunky's a wonderful experience. I'm just going to keep talking about it uh, with the cliff notes um, because y'all are giving me new fantastic reasons to enjoy that game. Uh, but with that, uh, that is what we've been playing, huh? Yeah. Um, we, uh, I, I didn't actually choose one. I mean, I could maybe pick one, but uh, we decided instead of doing a bunch of newsy bits or a party topic today uh, in an effort to get to Escape Academy, which will have our third and final run for to complete the game today uh we're just going to briefly touch on um up to one topic each uh a little newsy bit uh the only thing i didn't even write this down the only thing that i saw today that jumped out at me uh darkest dungeon 2 it looks like the bounty hunter uh is coming to that game uh that was a fun a fun character from um darkest dungeon 1 who is all about uh fighting big targets because you you usually fight up to four enemies at a time, but some enemies are big and they take up, you know, multiple spaces. Lots, yeah. uh, the bounty hunter was always very good at that. He he would art to to do a ton of exercises and all that stuff. So, um, all oh, we're losing you. We're you're breaking up, Thomas. You're going through a tunnel. Uh, that, oh, yep. I'm on an airplane right now. Uh, <laughs> my, my flight is taking off. Um, yeah, well, good thing I'm not streaming because I don't know what's going on. But, uh, yeah, Bounty Hunter, good. Darkest Dungeon 2. Hell yeah. That's awesome. I, I can't wait for that game to fully come out. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Chris? I know you got one down here. Oh, I got a, I got a semi big one and I will be quick about it. But I do have, oh, I do have video on the ready because that's how I roll. Oh, let's, um, go. so, um, PlayStation uh, announced their uh, essential and and everything that's coming out uh, this month of, for the month of September for premium PS Plus and all that. Um, so your essential uh, free monthly games that you get with just the basic uh, PlayStation Plus is Need for Speed Heat. Sure. Uh, this is the one I'm excited about though, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, uh, which is a fighting game uh, that is very was very well received. Um, it's supposed to be very pretty simple to play, um, and uh, has like an RPG mode, uh, like storyline. So you're actually playing like an RPG in a fighting game um, to like learn how the game works, um, and you can like upgrade your weapons and all that kind of stuff. It just sounds cool. Um, it looks gorgeous. 
Um, all those games always look gorgeous. Um, any of those, like, uh, I don't know. I can't remember if this is Atlas or Arc System Works. Um, so, yeah, they do great stuff. Um, so it looks very cool. And also, Poem is going to be there, um, yeah. which I've heard very good things about Poem. I know that's a uh, black and white uh, photo game. Um, yeah, uh, Shanty Pack and I. Well, I joined Shanty Pack because he played it on stream ages ago. That's a fun little cute game. Another great family game, full of lots of uh, like quirky surprises. Yes, and it's uh, like Pokemon Snap in the 1920s, kind of. Yeah, and here's where here's here comes a big selling point. I've been doing this already. We say Game Pass a lot. I am also going to have to start having a counter for PS Plus Premium. Uh, because PS Plus Premium is awesome, y'all. Um, so this comes. This is what's coming to um, PlayStation Plus Extra. Uh, premium is the one that gives you the retro ones. But uh, uh, we have Deathloop, very cool game. Glad to see that there. Um, Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, sure, if you haven't played that, Watch Dogs Two. Sure. Um, Spirit Fair Farewell Edition. It left Game Pass, but is now on. PlayStation Plus Premium. Um, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, which I'm very excited to play. Heard a lot of really, really good things about Chicory. Um, it was on a oh, bunch yeah. of top I'll, 10 I'll lists. Oh, play it. Yes. Yep. Um, so now that's going to be on there. That's very cool. Oh, hey, a fun thing about Chicory. Uh, if you've watched any of it, you paint the environment to like solve puzzles and stuff. But yes. you can also just paint stuff for fun. I didn't know that uh, you can zoom out and there's a world map where you can see everything that you've colored on the whole entire yes. world. And it shows the color, yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. Very cool. Um, a game that I love that I'm really excited that some people may finally get their hands on it. Oh, we're about to have an ad. Nope, no, we don't. Not today. Um, <laughs> uh, a game that I'm very excited uh, that people are finally going to get to play if they haven't is Rayman Legends. That game oh, yeah. fucking rules, um, and that's going to be on there. We knew like some of these Ubisoft games were going to start coming to PlayStation because I think they had a um, they had some sort of agreement uh, that came out that they were going to be doing that. Um, so Scott Pilgrim versus the World uh, also going to be coming there. Glad I didn't buy it for four dollars right now uh, that on the PlayStation sale. Um, but then what you get for your your premium? This is the classic games. This is something I'm very excited about. Um, the Sly Collection, the Sly Cooper Collection Ooh. is coming to PlayStation Premium as long as well as Sly Cooper Thieves of Time, which is the last Sly Cooper game. Uh, those are both PS3 games, so I'm assuming those will be um only streamable, um, uh, and not downloadable. Some of them are. It just depends on on the game. Uh, but I'm excited because Sly Cooper is one of the like forgotten um playstation mascots and i'm like why haven't they done anything with that um like i know it's sucker punch so they've been doing they've been busy but, they got um, a, a reason or two yeah but like i would think that we could figure something out where some other maybe blue point or somebody could make a psycho or something like um one of these other companies can make a Sly Cooper game and it'll be awesome. Like with yeah. how, how well like platformers are made now, like 
I just think like a Sly Cooper game would rule. Um, and uh, I'm excited to like finally go back and play these. I never played Sly Cooper. It was just one of those ones that I never played, even though I had a PlayStation 2, had a PlayStation 3. Missed out. Uh, but I'm excited to finally get a chance to check them out and see what all the fuss is about. What's all this hubbub about? Um, hubbub. Yeah, but, you can uh, literally play uh, each one in a weekend if you really tried. But I, I would say, like, take a take one day to to play the first one, and you'll be very very excited. Yeah, and uh, all of these comments, like, uh, like the three free games come right at the beginning at like September sixth or something, and then all of the other things uh, that are added to PS Plus are adding at the um, end of the month. So on the 20th, I believe. A little bit of that Sly collection. Look how awesome it is. It just looks dope. Really would excited. Would you just look at it? Would you just look at it? Um, give me some Tinykin vibes with the sliding around and all that. Um, but yeah, very stoked to uh, play some Sly Cooper games. Just get in there and uh, some of the classic games are, are fun to just, you know, maybe you don't play them for very long, but at least you get to go back and uh, uh, play a little bit um, yeah. on these. Uh, on the, it's just nice that they're there too. Just be like, oh, if I ever want to go back to these classic games, I have somewhere to play them. Um, you just have this giant library. Uh, the only things that are leaving um, are like Red Dead Redemption Two and uh, another game. I can't remember. Yeah, this Toy Story Three PSP game going to be a big hit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really cool that. I think that they're really let's see what else is leaving here. Let's see that again. Um it's really cool that finally PlayStation figured out uh oh we have to do something to compete with Game Pass and I think they're doing it. I really think they are. Like I think it's it's not qu you're not qu quite getting the um like Thor Ragnarok's not going to be on on there like day one. Uh <laughs> right. but that's fine. Like I think that's okay. Uh like Xbox doesn't have to put um does not have to put that stuff in there, but they do. Um, they don't have to put their day ones in there. Um, but I think, you know, I think it's great that they're finally getting their wits about them and are like, hey, we know how to do this and still, like, be able to sell our big major games. But we also have this really cool service that'll add a lot of value. Like, uh, a buddy of mine just found out that it existed. He's like, what? They have this for, like, you just have all these PlayStation games? You just have them. I was like, yeah. He's like, that's awesome. That's so cool. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's cool. You just pay the $17.99 or whatever. Like, everybody that's been on a PlayStation ecosystem and they don't really follow gaming and they don't have an Xbox, they might have heard of Game Pass. You know? Right. And, like, with the price of X uh, PlayStation 5s and the price is going up, um... Like the only ones that you apparently can find right now are the ones that come with uh, Horizon. Um, like that's a hell of a value to be like, I just got a PlayStation Five. Let me just pay this monthly fee, and here's a ton of games, and you will be completely satisfied. You don't have to buy anything, you know, brand spanking or anything. So, um, yeah, that's uh, they just keep adding more and more stuff to it. So it's just gonna get better and better. Heck yeah. Well, cool. Well, that's uh, PSPSP. That is uh, PlayStation Premium Plus. PlayStation um, Plus Premium. 
Sorry, saw my mistake. Extra and essential. <laughs> Essential's the lowest tier, which is weird. Extra yeah. is the next tier, and premium. I mean, I think they could could have uh, done nothing but peas and really used some alliteration, and it'd have been much more fun. But uh, they didn't do it. Uh, missed opportunity for sure. Yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> I really need them to like add a couple plus signs and then subtraction signs and then like max. Right. That, that's all we really need. Yes. Or uh, doesn't uh, does PlayStation have like an avatar? Uh, kind of thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like not anymore. Uh, that was the the PlayStation Home was the closest we got to that. Was that like the robot? Am I making well, this I mean, up or am I mixing you're, up? You're talking about like Astro's Playroom. Do you mean like a mascot? Yeah, I guess I guess yeah. I am talking about Astro's Playroom. Uh, yeah, because I mean they, I don't know. I feel like they could do something. Anyway, whatever. I'm not their marketing team. They need to pay me for that. Um, <laughs> hey, the man. Fuck maybe. Fuck maybe. But wonderful. Well, this then has been uh, the party invite podcast because uh, we've we've talked about what we've been playing. We've covered a little bit of news, and now we're about to move on to the game stream. Um, Bylos, before we do that, could you tell everybody where they can find us online? Yes, yes, and thank you for the segue because I think we actually mixed, <laughs> missed it last week. <laughs> so, uh, for anybody that's new here, check out www.partyinvite.games. That is where you will find links to here to our Discord, which is our number one community area to go to. Just get in there because uh, Facebook sucks, but we do have a Facebook group. Uh, uh, of course, the, our other socials like Twitter and Insta are also linked uh, on our website. But you'll also find blogs there, um, mostly. Right now, it's just my backlog posts. Um, but, you know, I say just, and some of them will take you like a half hour to read. Um, but <laughs> if you are into, uh, you know, what people are playing and stuff like that, uh, the blog posts that we got there will satisfy you. Um, and, of course, you know, that's that's what I'm here for. No. Uh we, oh, we are looking forward to getting some more vlogs up there, though. And, and if you guys, you know, tell us what you want, we will put some more reviews up there because, you know, we kind of play games. Uh, other than that, we are also trying to push our YouTube. So if you, you know, you take everything a little bit uh, more visually, then uh, you'd, you'd rather just watch instead of read stuff, then go to our YouTube. You'll find uh, all of our podcasts there, uh, but you'll also find some random stuff. You'll find... Uh, unboxings of new purchases that i've made and uh which is a stupid amount of games uh <laughs> and then you'll find the occasional review or uh like uh the closed beta uh video from exo primal is up there too we've got a lot of little things like that and then of course we've got our old qte videos which are our deep dives uh and like there's a serious amount of content on our youtube so please check that out if you haven't and, uh, of course, we just want to see you around in our community and, and you know, giving us your thoughts on things. Uh, so drop by, especially our Discord, uh, and we'd be happy to have you. Well, yeah. <laughs>